You have less than three seconds to capture someone's attention. Are you falling behind? Madonna once said, we are living in a material world and I am a material girl. But when it comes to healthcare, we live in an ever evolving space of innovation, competition, and of course, social media. Degrees aside, we are living in a world where eyeballs hold the key. But with so many people trying to get your attention, how are you supposed to stand out? The hands of time continue to go tick tock, and therein may lie your solution, as today's guest will share with us on this episode of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. Because today we have with us the fastest growing influencer in healthcare, who is none other than the guy you've seen everywhere, nursing pages, physician pages, pharmacist pages, everywhere. He is the video rock star at Doc Schmidt on TikTok and at Doc Schmidt IG on Instagram and Instagram Reels, also known for his real name as Ben Schmidt, who is a GI doc who likes to make videos. And when I say make videos, I mean make videos. Because as of this interview, he has 242,300 followers on TikTok from only 239 videos that he's made. And on Instagram, 36,000.4 followers from only 73 posts. Those numbers are astounding, not to mention the rate of growth he continues to scale exponentially. So in this interview, I'm gonna take you with me behind the brand of Doc Schmidt to learn how he's doing it, what tips he has to share with you that will actually work, and the impact his personal brand is having on his healthcare career. Dr. Schmidt, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. For having me. Dude, I am super stoked uh, and super impressed, as I said in prior to this interview, because I, I can't stop seeing you. <laughs> You're literally omnipresent on every single social media healthcare account that I follow. Uh, snarky nurses, you name it, like physicians, pharmacists, nurses, you're everywhere. And it's good stuff. Like I can't stop watching. So whatever you're doing is absolute fire. Um, but the thing that's really cool is that you're a practicing physician. You're, you're a fellow. And I just want to invite you to share a little bit about your background as a healthcare practitioner and what got you into to the video making process. For sure. No, absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I am a GI fellow, which means for those of you who aren't familiar with kind of the complicated medical cascade, I've gone to medical school. I've done a general medicine residency. I did that up in Chicago. And then now I'm doing additional training to specialize in GI, uh, gastroenterology. So I'm in my first year of fellowship in St. Louis at St. Louis University. And it's been a great time. 
Um, and then I kind of took advantage of my first week of vacation as a GI fellow back in October to start making um, a lot of TikTok videos and, and people have really responded to them. So I, I, I appreciate that. It's, it's kind of cool hearing all those stats. I don't think I appreciated the, the ratios. So I appreciate you um, going through all that. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, I've always had video making has always, always been a passion for me. I have a, another YouTube channel, which you can check out if you want to see what I was like in high school, which was weird. Uh, <laughs> is, is what I was, uh, was my channel back then. So I, I like to make videos. I would enter like amateur contests and things like that, uh, for, for videos. And then it was when COVID really hit that I started, um, downloading TikTok, kind of like a lot of people, I think where you were just stuck at home, you didn't have much else to do. Um, and I was like checking out this app. Of course, it was like my younger sister who kind of turned me on to it at first. And I was looking through it. And as someone who, you know, I've, I've made YouTube videos before and, and that sort of thing, I was like, this is kind of fun. It's a little bit more accessible, I think, than uh, YouTube in the sense that, you know, the expectations aren't quite as high for TikTok and it's just a lot more fun. It's a lot quicker. You can get a lot of content really quickly. So I, at first, back in March, I started making videos that were just silly things that occurred to me, um, you know, not necessarily doctor related. I picked Doc Schmidt as a nickname. I don't really know why at the, at the, at the beginning, but I just kind of picked it and made random content. But then it was in October of this past year, 2020, when I really started making doctor videos kind of about my experiences. Uh, first, I, I did a lot of kind of talking to the camera ones about just weird stories that have happened to me in the hospital and um, some little skits as well, patient interactions, those sorts of things. And I um, it just, some of the videos just kind of took off. I had the advantage of having that week off. So I was able to make a lot at once, which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, on social media and then it was it was kind of just cool to watch it kind of morph a little bit in the sense of I was able to see what types of videos people liked and what people didn't think was really that funny because um, TikTok people are uh, not afraid to let you know if they, don't think it's <laughs> if they think something's offensive or something. Keyboard um, warriors. Exactly I mean they're they're a strong a strong bunch so so yeah I kind of um, I, I've kind of tried to find my niche even within medicine I think obviously within social media, uh, it's important to kind of find your niche and I think way you can make a difference. Hopefully you're not just doing it for yourself necessarily. I'm doing it for myself in the sense that I like videos, but I also want to try to kind of raise um, awareness, I guess you could say, of kind of how the, the medical profession is both for those inside and outside of it. Yes. Um, and I think kind of like you were saying, I, I try not to bring people down in the sense of, you know, patients, of course, I don't want to bring them down. And even within uh, like nurses, pharmacists, things like that, I think it's important to appreciate the dynamics. The dynamics of a hospital are very absurd sometimes, or most times, um, and I think I've, I've had fun kind of manipulating that um, and highlighting that um, to show people and get, you know, kind of make it funny, but also help people realize and maybe change the way that they operate within the day-to-day -day life. Like when I, for instance, I think the first one I really did that struck a nerve, I made a video about respiratory therapist, which I didn't really think would do well because I thought most people didn't even know what a respiratory therapist was. Um, but then the respiratory therapist obviously loved it. And then they just liked the dynamic that it revealed. So then I kind of, you know, went and made a pharmacist video. I made a couple of nurse videos. I made a speech pathologist video and it was, it was cool to just see the response of that and kind of to build the momentum from that. That's outstanding, man. And, and you said two things that I really just want to highlight is I'm going to reword it a bit. Sure. There are riches in niches. So a lot of times when people get into social media or really any profession, career development, they want to cast a wide net and be you know, a good at everything. But when you try to be good at everything, you're known for nothing. So that is such an important point that you made. And people tend to get distracted. They're like, oh, well, I have so many interests. 
it's hard to pick. I'm just going to do everything. Well, then your people look at your account and your content and like, what, what exactly do you do? So getting that clarity, both for yourself and for your followers, allows you to be known as that guy for two reasons. One is you know what you are doing. You have a focus on your niche. But another thing that we talked about before we started, I really want to commend you on, especially in healthcare, is you know what you're not going to do. You know what lines you're not going to cross. And I mean, anyone listening, you know, there's accounts that are huge out there that, you know, they're de degrading patients. They're just saying like inappropriate, unprofessional things. And they're getting the likes because that kind of stuff, unfortunately, gets a lot of engagement. And there's some people, that's what they talk about. But you know, like this is your purpose. You know your why. You know that you enjoy making videos, but you want to use your platform to draw awareness, poke fun at the struggles we go through, the real world stuff because people can relate to it. So I think those two points are simple, but they're so incredibly effective. And once you get the target on the prize with that, things like you happen. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's true. I think the, and it's kind of the niche, I think is the most important thing. Cause you can scroll back on, even on, on my Dr. Schmidt account on, uh, on TikTok and the first, I don't know, probably 30, 40 videos I make are, maybe you'll think they're funny, but they're very weird and they're very random. And we you know one's about this, one's about that. Most of them aren't about medicine. Um, but then once you get within your niche and you start gaining some momentum, you can kind of, you know, explore that niche even a little bit. So I've had videos where I kind of, like I was saying, highlighting different professions within healthcare and then uh, different ones highlighting specialties of medicine and then ones with kind of just personal stories of uh, either funny or touching patient encounters that I've had. So I think it can kind of give you more flexibility once you find your, your specific niche. If that, uh, if yes, that absolutely, man. I, I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, I'm going to actually invite you to go behind the scenes of your content process, because here's how most people are right now, including myself. Like I literally just started, I told you, I just started actually making intentional TikTok videos like two weeks ago. You, you hear like people are becoming superstars. It's really helping all social media platforms. So you get in and it, there's all kinds of things to do. And what you have to do is create content. So people are stuck with this one problem. How do I, or where do I get ideas for content that works? So what I'm going to invite you to do is share a little behind the scenes of your process. So where do you get the ideas? Because if you guys, I mean, if you aren't following him, where have you been? Like, you, even if you're not following him, you're going to see his content because everyone's sharing it. It's freaking awesome. But what's that process look like for you? Do you keep like a note in like a, a notepad app in, on your phone? So when you get an idea, you write it down, or do you have like a content planning process or where do you get the ideas to go forward and, and base your content piece on? Like, what does that look like for you? Absolutely. No, yeah, I think you actually hit it on the head just there. I, I literally do have a note on my phone. I do too. That's what I do. It just, it makes so much sense. It's so accessible. Because I mean, honestly, for me, I think of the most ideas, I think when I'm about to fall asleep and when I'm like doing something where I'm otherwise preoccupied, you know, where like I'm, in the car at a stoplight, you know, I just have to be like really quickly um, thinking of this idea. Um, cause, cause yeah, I mean, for me, obviously it's gonna be different for different creators a little bit, just the nature of my content. So mine is very um, autobiographical, I guess. Almost all of the content I have is sometimes incredibly uh, literal to an experience that I've had. And obviously sometimes I exaggerate for, for comedic effect. Um, but yeah, I literally like, I have this running note that's probably got 40 ideas, some of which aren't really fleshed out, some of which are. I also have a Word document on my, uh, on my computer where I actually have scripts. Where yes. I write them out. Um, so that's, that's something that's important for me. And I think just having 
because th that can make you so much more efficient because when you're sitting down to create content, it really slows you down. If, if the first yeah. step of that is think of a funny idea, yes. it's, it's, it's almost impossible to be like, all right, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to think of a funny idea and then write it. If you have this list of ideas that you've just kind of accumulated passively, then you, your time sitting and creating content can be fleshing out the idea, writing the script, filming the video, editing it. Because I think you need to have that, the uh, progression, I guess. You can't be, because then the pressure builds up so much. It, it's, it's much easier to, you can you know film a video when you're under a lot of pressure or like you know self-imposed pressure, but thinking of something out of nowhere is really gonna. Yes, limit that so time. true, so true. And I tell my followers and my clients this too, is the best source of content is your real life because it's real and people resonate with reality, especially when you can put a spin on it that allows them to kind of like laugh at themselves like, oh yeah, that's, that's totally me. Or make them feel like, you know, I'm not alone in this. Like I thought I was on the struggle bus, but you've got four flat tires on yours. So <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Very true. So I think that's such an important thing. And another thing I want to kind of invite you is you started TikTok fairly recently, like within the last year. And a lot of times when people start on a new social media platform or just realizing like, I need to take this social media thing seriously, they get started and it's a lot of time because the, the learning curve is steep. So can you kind of share when you first started TikTok, roughly how long it would take you to make one content piece versus today? what that looks like, because I just want to tell people like it gets better <laughs> if, if you get started. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I think because once you, a big part of that, of this process that makes you more efficient is having these running list of ideas, because once you start making videos, um, you kind of, you know, you're in that creative space, you're going to just naturally start kind of living your life in a way where you're kind of looking for video ideas, something weird happens in your life, you're like, oh, I could make a video out of this. So I think that's a big part of increasing efficiency is just building up that uh, list of potential ideas. I would say to more specifically answer your question though, um, in October was when I started making the kind of classic Doc Schmidt content in the sense of the medical focus content. And I would say that then, I mean, it was definitely a slower process because I had, I didn't have my list of ideas. So I would say the biggest chunk of time was kind of thinking that, thinking those ideas up and just kind of going through what I've, my past experiences have been. I don't know if I can put an exact timetable on it but to give you some perspective now with my um list of videos i can you know i come home from people people always ask me it's a very common question like you're a doctor how do you have time to make these tiktok videos and they assume that i make like a hundred on my day off and i just post them one at a time which i do sometimes try to do that is make a couple extra ones on the weekend but i actually i make almost one a day because it's i it made the process wow. so efficient that i have the idea the act of actually editing it and filming it and uh or filming it and editing it and posting it only takes me probably an hour at most. Um, so that's kind of the key for me in creating my efficiency where, and that's why it was helpful for me to have that week off when I first was doing it because I could build up this momentum and build up this reserve of ideas because I was much less efficient then, but I had, you know, kind of more time to mess around. But now it's like, like yesterday, for example, I, you know, got home from work at Five, I knew what I was going to do. I posted this video about a, a weird interaction I had with a patient getting a colonoscopy. Uh, but I'd already written the script for it um, the day before and I just filmed it. It takes like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes to film, 10 to 15 minutes to edit. Honestly, doing the closed captioning usually takes me longer than actually editing the video. And then it was, you know, I posted it by 6.30, I think, and I got home from work at five. Wow. Yeah, I think that's a really important message because when people get started, 
in a new venture, there's a lot, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of angles. And then if you don't have the ideas to begin with, that literally will double your time. So if you're getting into this, I just want you guys and, and ladies to hear that, it, that when you keep consistent with this, you do build that efficiency skill. So it does get better. That's the message. So don't quit. Keep going. Without a doubt, the number one source of stress and anxiety when it comes to building your personal brand has to do with content. And I'm talking about all the things, when to post, how to post, what platforms are going to be best for your content, your hard work to take off. What is your audience looking for? Where are they hanging out? What sort of strategy do you need in order to take your passion and turn that into purpose, helping other people achieve their goals? If you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, and like there's so much to do and know that it's not even worth the anxiety, stop. Because this was me years ago, and I have helped so many people across the world build their personal brand using the clarity and confidence from what I have developed and sharing with you now. This is your 2021 personal brand content calendar. I've spent the last several months creating this for you, and guess what? It's totally free. It's a resource to help you get your wheels in alignment so that you can take all of your passion and skills and get centered on your focus to building your brand. If you want a copy, go to thefitpharmacist.com slash content calendar to get yours today. This is the resource you've been looking for to allow you to dispense your full potential. End the confusion on content and get started to script your brand. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's absolutely fantastic, man. And that process is very similar to what I do because literally our life is, and this is kind of like a, I guess you could say a content creator's perspective, but literally life is a goldmine for ideas. And it comes back to that saying, seek and you shall find. So if you're looking for content ideas or looking like this isn't, this interaction is out of the norm. Like, would this resonate with my audience? Like, is there some value piece or something that would really just make a great video or post or whatever out of this? Um, and that's where I got a lot of my ideas when I first started is I just saw things and I would laugh to myself. I'm like, I wonder if other people think this is funny. <laughs> like, um, I, I used to make uh, misnomers uh, that I would think in my head, just like looking at the drug name and thinking. So you have Jardian. So I'm like, oh, what about Jardiance? So I literally like made like Beyonce out of it. And it went well. I mean, I probably laughed more than anyone because I'm a dork, but whatever. <laughs> That's important. You got to laugh at your own stuff. Most. Yeah, man. So I'm curious because when you're just like you said, like you're, you're a doctor, you're a fellow, you, your time is invaluable which again super super grateful that you're here for this interview but with that and the time you're putting in it's definitely paying off in terms of the numbers like you're literally like a quarter of a million followers in less than a year like that's insane and you're multi-purposing your content on the ig reels and everything else so i'm curious and i didn't ask this so i don't know the answer to this question this personal brand that you're developing has this impacted your career in any way sure. or your outlook on your career yeah, no, it, it has it not, I mean, obviously in the sense that it hasn't, I'm still kind of doing my GI training and I'm still planning yeah. on a GI doctor. It's not like I'm considering, you know, dropping out and being a TikTok powerful. <laughs> that's um, not what I meant. I'm holding out for that still. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> but it has in a few ways um, affected me in the sense, obviously I've gotten uh, a couple like little sponsor deals, which has been kind of fun to just see how the 
kind of the other half lives and just kind of see how that process works, which has been really kind of a surreal thing. Um, yeah. you know, a little bit of fun spending money on the side, but obviously nothing too dramatic. One kind of interesting impact that it's had on me is that like in my hospital, I would say every other day I have like a nurse who recognizes me from TikTok and is like, hey, how's it going? I think honestly it has improved my interactions with um, with different staff in the hospital just because especially uh, for whatever reason, a lot of ICU nurses that I interact with have followed me. And I, as a GI doctor, you take care of a lot of patients in the ICU and it's important to have kind of a good rapport with the nurses, both in the sense of if you're scoping them, doing a, you know an EGD or a colonoscopy in the ICU, or if, uh, or just, you know, getting good report from the nurses, not to say that you have to be famous on TikTok to interact with nurses. <laughs> it's kind of been an interesting little, um, little byproduct. Um, and then what I'm kind of hoping to do a little bit, and I'm kind of, this is where I'm at a little bit of a crossroads is I want to try to create more kind of informative content as well as the, the comedic content. So I, um, I, I don't really post any of this to Instagram, I must admit, and I don't really know exactly why I've made this artificial divide, but on TikTok, I do make occasional videos that are just purely um, like, here's a GI disease. Here's what you should know about it. Obviously it's only a minute or less. Um, and what I hope to do is start to do that and maybe start to put those on Twitter and possibly on Instagram as well um, to kind of have an informative aspect of it. I'm trying to eventually incorporate that into my, uh, my clinical practice in some degree, like where I can show these videos, like maybe get a little bit higher production value, make them longer than the minute that TikTok allows um, yes. to show them to, to patients. So that's kind of where I'm trying to hybridize my, my interests and my, my success, if that makes sense. That is extraordinary, dude. Like, I, I don't know what answer I'd get out of that question, but that that just blows my mind. It's just so crazy that you can build that rapport because I mean, ICU is a serious place. You got to be, you know, know your stuff and all this, but I'm sure you can tell when someone you haven't met before, they see you and you can tell their face shift and they do like the head tilt and then they yeah. start to smile real big and you're like, you've seen me. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Which, which video was it? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool because guys, I'm all about interprofessional collaboration. I'm all about, you know, each needs the help of the other and having that rapport because here's what happens, especially in a multidisciplinary team. If you guys aren't on the same page, your patients will suffer. They might not get bad care, but they're not going to get optimal care. So when you guys believe in the mission, when you're on the same page and you have that respect, that rapport, you're going to be literally both going at your top level and your patient's going to thrive. And that is what we're all here to do, regardless of if we're doctors or pharmacists or nurses or all the other amazing people uh, that are the superheroes, as they said in 2020. <laughs> so yeah, man, that, that's just extraordinary. I think that's so cool and such an innovative twist on how to kind of leverage social media for all the bad hype there is. It's, there's good. It's just what you do with it, what you choose to create, what you choose to put your time in and your focus with. So I think it's extraordinary what you have done, what you continue to do. And uh, I just want to invite you because you, you've learned a ton in a short amount of time and the numbers speak for themselves. But along your journey, I know you shared some amazing tips. Are there any other tips that you have for people, uh, social media in general, building a personal brand in general, or specifics for TikTok creation or any tips that were like when you found them or accidentally encountered them? you were like, wow, that really makes a difference or anything like that that you can recommend to people. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of, like you said, there's kind of a lot of things you, you pick up on the way. There's, you know, an overload of 
YouTube videos and other videos trying to like tell you the tips and tricks for success on social media. And some of them I think have merit. I would say TikTok is a really good place to start for um, trying to launch a brand in the sense that it's probably the most user-friendly and the requires the least, I don't know, like production value. I kind of alluded to that earlier where yes. um, it's, it's kind of pure content. I think you can just be talking to the camera and you're just, you can make a video really easily. You can make a lot of content very quickly. So I, I would definitely recommend that to people as like something to consider starting content with. And then we've, you know, I've talked about the niche, the notion of a niche kind of ad nauseum at this point, but like, I'm definitely a good example. You can look at my content and there's like this series of videos I made that were not about medicine. And then I didn't post any videos for like two months. And then October was when I started making, you know, a video, at least a video a day of doctor stuff. So I think that's really important. One thing that I really like doing, and I, you, I haven't done this on Instagram specifically, but TikTok um, has the live feature where you can live stream with your fans. And I know Instagram does too. I just haven't used it um, myself. And I think that's, I found that as a really good way both to connect with your audience, but um, at least on TikTok, I can vouch that it leads to a big increase in um, interactions and like traffic to your page if you do a, um, and a live stream. So that's kind of one little random thing that I've done. But I think just consistently posting content, don't feel like you have to post something every day, but um, ideally posting every, at least every couple of days, just the consistency helps both for um, kind of building an audience and how, having people uh, kind of look forward to your content. Because if you're just kind of not posting as frequently, it's, it's harder for them to, to latch on to you, if that makes sense. Absolutely. But yeah, I think those, are, and then um, not putting too much pressure on anything. I think if you're just post every video you post, you're just sitting there waiting for it to go viral. I mean, I'm a victim. I mean, I must admit, I do this myself where it's like, I have to set limits. I'm not allowed to look at a video for the first hour after I post it, for example, I've, I've made that rule. Um, Cause you'll just drive yourself insane. Yeah. Um, someone like myself who has achieved a little bit of success where I, I don't, I, you, you just, you'll drive yourself insane. It, it yeah. What state you are in the journey. So you can't put too much pressure on yourself. That's there's so many amazing tips that you shared, dude. And I really appreciate you sharing those. Um, having a specific niche, making sure that you know what you're about. So knowing what your why is, knowing what you are going to focus on, but also having limits both on what lines you're not going to cross with your content and also what lines you're not going to cross in terms of living on TikTok. And I think the best antidote to that coming from the pharmacist is, um, I told you I'm a dork, dude, to get ready. The puns won't stop, right? <laughs> for real. But seriously, like the biggest antidote for that is not waiting to do everything at once, breaking it up. And the most important thing is what are you going to make? Is it going to be, you know, a video or like, what is that going to be about? And if you just pay attention throughout the day for opportunities or interactions, or maybe you're, it's not even you, maybe you have a colleague that's telling you like, yo, guess what just happened? And you're like, oh, do tell. And you're like taking notes. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's content everywhere. And if you just look for it with that lens of, would this be valuable for my audience with where I'm looking to go? That way you have the most important thing locked down. And that's going to relieve so much of that, what you just said, like that pressure you put on yourself to get that perfect idea or, you know, the viral thing or whatever it is. And another thing I want to circle back to something you said, because I was nodding so much, I gave myself whiplash is we'll put out pieces of content that we almost don't put out because we're like, this isn't going to hit at all. Like this is kind of dumb, but I don't really have anything else. So what the heck? And then it's like the number one post of the year. And you're like, what the, and then there's posts where you think they're going to be fire and they fall flat. So you can't really predict it. That's why having a great relationship with your audience, knowing what they're going through, 
being relevant and consistent are so essential because that's going to build that rapport and that consistency. And that is what a personal brand is based on. And you are crushing it, man. Like you, you are walking the talk and filming it as you go for real. <laughs> so, Thank you. Most important question is where can people follow you if they're crazy enough not to be uh, already? Where can they find you? What social media platforms are you most active? How can they engage with your content and get inspired? Absolutely. I appreciate the, the opportunity to do that. Um, TikTok for sure is kind of my, it's where I got started and it's definitely where I post the most. So I would say my TikTok handle is at Doc Schmidt. Um, that's where any, anything I make is on TikTok. That's like where I kind of started off. And then um, Instagram, which is my uh, Doc Schmidt IG for Instagram is where I, I kind of am uh, curating it a little bit in the sense that I, I, I don't put, like I said, at least right now, I don't put my informative videos as much. It's just kind of strictly the the uh, medical skits, I guess, that I make is what I put on there. I, I think I do that because I think it's more concentrated medical people that follow me on Instagram as opposed to TikTok. I think I have a little bit of a wider audience. And then I, I have Twitter as well. If you're if you're a Twitter person, you can check me out on there. It's Schmidt underscore Doc is what I my username. Oh, curveball! Just to change it up, yeah. I think I didn't even mean to do that when I signed up for Twitter. It was like I typed Doc Schmidt, and then they just were like, "This is your username." So I, I did something wrong there. But hopefully, people are okay with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm slow, very slowly putting stuff up there as well. Um, I have a lot more medical people following me there. Um, but yeah, my my most frequent posting. I try to post at least once a day, um, probably average like six to seven posts a week, I would say for sure on, on TikTok is my place to be. Wow, that's massive momentum, dude. And it, it, it's so entertaining, guys. Like you literally, you could just hit like autoplay and you just like, your eye, you'll just like duct tape your eyes open. And you're like, I can't stop watching. And then you'll need to like, be like, I actually have to stop because my abs are so sore. So you're actually helping the fitness industry, dude. You're giving people six packs because they're laughing so hard. So the fit pharmacist, I, I condone you as the fitness, uh, <laughs> the fitness bequeather of, of those in healthcare because for real, like they're hilarious. I mean, and the other thing I appreciate too, I don't want to drag this on too long, but like I, mad fan for real. You, the props, I love the props, the wigs, like the costume, like dude, <laughs> Man. The old iPhone that I, I use for yes. all yeah, yeah. Exactly. So th there's so much value in that and, and it's just spectacular. So I just want to say thank you from, from me personally, but also uh, on behalf of pharmacy and behalf of healthcare, because we need more people like you that are putting this stuff out there. Because I mean, dude, we're all facing some really trying times in regardless of where we practice, but especially wh where you are, like that's like front, front lines. So I think your timing of the content is invaluable and it's perfect because uh, we, we need that. We need more people like you that are influencing in the right way for the right reasons. So I uh, like for real, dude, mad respect. Thank you. Oh, I really appreciate that. It's nice. I, it's obviously nice to, to see that people can you know appreciate and understand the, the content and where I'm coming from. So it's, it's really great to hear. I appreciate it. 100% man. So guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you check out this like, superstar because for real he's super inspiring you'll get great ideas from his content not to mention some great humor and entertainment but again if you're on tiktok he's at doc schmidt on instagram he's at doc schmidt ig and i will put the links to all that in the comments and show notes below so that you can check those out and be following and engaging with him because he is freaking hilarious 
Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, signing off with the one and only Ben Schmidt, aka Doc Schmidt. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. It all starts when you script your brand. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day.